The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of For the Love of Reiki the show that gives insight and knowledge of Reiki and various other healing modalities through sharing information and experiences. I am your host, Paula Vale, and today we are talking about Reiki for animals. And I have a very special guest. It is Kathleen Prasad, and she is the president of SARA, the Shelter Animal Reiki Association. She's the author of several fantastic books. First off, Kathleen, I want to say a big thank you for all that you do for the Reiki world and for the animals that are in such need of love and healing. I am so grateful. Oh, thank you Uh, so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I would love to hear a little bit of your history in Reiki and what started you on that journey. Well, it's funny because I learned Reiki initially in 1998, but I it's all sort of a big, uh, quote, accident. Of course, I don't believe there are any accidents, but mm-hmm. I really never planned to do this in my life. And so when I look back and see how it all unfolded, it's really divine grace. And I feel so blessed to be doing this work and to be able to travel around the world to share what I love, which is animals and um, how Reiki can help them. So for me, I actually was very connected to animals since I was little, and um, I'm also an empath. And so I had a lot of close connections with animals, starting with my own cat and dog When from when I was very, very small. I still remember them being my best friends. From the time I was about two and three, I have memories of my animals and how they really helped me in my life. And all the way growing up, really, animals just seem to come at the most important times to help me, to be with me, and to give me support. And then I was a, after college, after I graduated college, I was a middle school teacher. And I worked with a lot of at-risk youth. And, um, the way that I found to connect to them was through their animals. So I would bring in a picture of my dog. I would tell a funny story about what my dog did. And then these kids that wouldn't even look at you or be engaged, that were really shut down, they would open up. Their eyes would show some interest. And then they would share about their dog or their cat. And so I was able to start a dialogue. And it was really a miracle to me. But I knew the healing power of animals. And... um So I started to use 
curriculum, I wrote this whole kindness to animals curriculum, and I had the students going into the community and doing, you know, community service projects at their local shelter or for different rescue groups. And I had kids that literally would not do anything in school. They would cut. They would, they would not be involved. And they were going on the weekends cleaning cat cages at the shelter. And then they would videotape it, and then they would come in and do a whole project, stand up and talk about it, and show their video. So oh, that is amazing. It was, just, it was really amazing. And, um, and so I had this, this strong feeling of the healing power of animals and how much our lives, you know, as a child growing up and then as a young professional in my 20s, you know, teaching middle school in San Francisco with these really tough, tough kids. And being able to reach them and watch them heal um, through the animals, it was really beautiful. So then um, my mother-in-law actually got a Reiki treatment, which really helped her with something. She had a post-surgery complication that nobody could figure out, and she was going to have to need a second surgery, and she got a Reiki treatment, and she was cured. And the doctor couldn't explain it, but she didn't need the second surgery. So she said to me, oh, Kathleen, you know, you need to go get this Reiki. And so I'm humoring her, but I'm thinking to myself, this sounds weird, but I guess she's my mother-in-law, so I should go. And <laughs> and so I went and got this Reiki treatment, and it was like a massage times a thousand. I felt so revitalized. I felt so peaceful and relaxed. And, you know, I had struggled my whole life since I was about four I suffered from panic disorder, anxiety attacks, and I think it really came a lot from being an empath and being so sensitive to everyone's energy. So when I was in a crowded space with a lot of people, it was really overwhelming and terrible, and I would just shut down and go into anxiety. So I had been dealing with that my whole life, and one of the things that helped me with that was to go and be with my animals. When I began to feel anxious, I would go and sit with my dog or or go put my cat on my lap and hug my cat, you know. And so I understood how animals could heal me. But when I was laying on that table getting a Reiki treatment, I felt this Reiki touching the core of me and and bringing peace to, to that core that had been anxious for so long. And so I got off that table after that first Reiki treatment, and I I said to myself, I need to learn this, and this is how I'm going to heal myself. And I knew it with all of my being. I knew this. I have just found the answer to my whole life of anxiety. And so, yeah, it was was instantaneous, really. Um, So I learned Reiki after that for people. At that time, back in the 90s, People did mostly human Reiki, and then they would say, oh, yeah, you could do it for animals, too. (laughs) So I learned human Reiki, thinking I was going to do it for self-healing, and my dog started to come and sit on top of my feet when I would do my self-treatments, and he never did that. He always sat two or three feet away from me. He was a shepherd, so he's always at my ankle, but never on top of my feet, except when I was doing Reiki self-treatments. And I found that very weird. <laughs> oh, and yeah. So like the second or third day that he did that, I thought to myself, do you want Reiki? And I knelt down on the floor and I put my hands on him and he rolled over on his side and he took a big sigh and he was just like, finally, Mom, I've been trying to tell you. Oh, I like this too. 
And isn't that just sometimes that is, you know, that's so how they react. My dogs, all my rescue dogs, it's like, especially, you know, you're giving it, you realize you're going to give it to them. And at first they look at you like, what? You can do that? And then it's like, yes. And they yes. totally yes. surrender, don't they? Animals yes, they just do. totally surrender they to do. it. But what I thought was so interesting, and this is what really stuck in my mind for a long time before I knew I was going to do animal Reiki as my life's path. What stuck in my mind was at that moment, well, not only does my dog love Reiki and respond to it, but he knew what I was doing before I even realized, like I wasn't offering him Reiki. I wasn't trying to give him a treatment. I I was doing this for myself and he came up. And it was like he was taking the runoff from my feet. Yeah, it's like I want to be in that circle. I want to get some of that energy. Yes. And so it it was like pieces of a puzzle coming together, Paula, for me. Like, you know, all, all the moments in my life that my animals, you know, when I was anxious, my cat would come and lay on my chest and purr. My dog would come and lean against me and lick my face. And I could feel the healing coming from them but I didn't really understand the depth of their wisdom with energy until I started working with Reiki and see the response. And then I realized, wait a second, they already know what Reiki is. Yes. And they know how to step into that space and help themselves, even when I'm I'm not directing anything to them. I'm not even realizing because I'm a human. I'm clueless. I'm just trying to figure this out for myself. They already get it. Yes. Oh, I love that description. Oh, that. Oh, that's just so right on. It's just amazing to watch, isn't it? Yes. And so that was really the beginning of my journey because I didn't have any animal Reiki teachers except the animals. I didn't have any human animal Reiki teachers. So really what I did is I, I started with, you know, the human Reiki techniques I'd learned, and I, and I, I started letting the animals show me. And what the animals really showed me was, don't do a technique to me. Don't do Reiki to me. Don't do Reiki on me. Don't try to fix me. Just be Reiki with me. Hold a space. Let me come into the space or move out. Let go of your worries. Let go of your expectations. Let go of all the control that you want to have as a human. And let go of having to lead this. And let me, the animal, show you. And that is the lesson they showed me over and over and over and over again. Shelter animals, my own animals, my horses, farm animals, um, you know, birds, reptiles, even trees, really. I've, I've worked a lot with trees in, in the past few years, and, and they also have this healing wisdom. And I think that our intellect as human beings really gets in our way. The animals have a purity and grace with energy that we can really learn from. So the more that we let go and just be in that space, the the more profound healing we can receive. So now I feel, you know, you mentioned that I started um, the Shelter Animal Reiki Association with, with my friend uh, Leah D'Ambrosio. And we started this together, the two of us, in 2008. And really both of us came from a place of, knowing that animals had healed us our whole lives and been there for us and just unconditional present, you know, open-hearted, compassionate presence, 
you know. Yeah. And and that when we learned Reiki, we realized now here's a way that we can communicate on that same level back to the animals. We l- can learn how to open our hearts. We can learn how to be a compassionate presence without expectation, without judgment. Reiki gives us the tools that we can also speak that language that animals already speak naturally. And so now we've, we've really put together a whole set of teachings for people how to connect with their animals um, in this deep, beautiful healing space. And we have over 400 members. We are all across the world, mostly in the United States, but we have members in Canada. We have members in the United Kingdom. We have members in South America. We have um, members in Australia. Um, our newest members are in India, and we have some of our teachers over there right now spending a month um, teaching at a, a dog, um, feral dog rescue there in India. But what's so beautiful is that it's really reproducible, these techniques and this way, because the animals already speak the language. So Reiki gives us a way to, to speak back and to oh. offer that compassion back. Oh, that is absolutely beautiful, Kathleen. Um, you know, what you and your partner have created is just beyond words wonderful. That is absolutely beautiful. And your books are such a tool and such a gift to everyone. I'm giving your one of your workbooks to my students at every Reiki class because, you know, they can take that home with them because it's true. A lot of Reiki, we learn that and we think family, friends, we can forget what it can do for pets and the birds mm-hmm. outside and the trees and it's it's amazing what the tools at that and what we can open up for the animals and that connection. Oh, I, I'm anxious to hear more. We're going to stop for a moment for a commercial break, and then we will be right back. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Welcome back, everyone. And this is Paula Vale, your host of For the Love of Reiki. And I will take a moment here to remind you if you have any questions or want to share any stories. And since we're doing animal Reiki today, especially about Reiki for the animals, uh, feel free to email me at paula at wellnessinspired.com. And my beautiful guest today, Kathleen Prasad, uh, we were just discussing um, how connected the animals are to the Reiki energy and and bringing that into our lives, and and they were already there. And mm-hmm. Kathleen, um, talking about your books, I love your books. I love your workbooks. I give those in classes. Please uh, share with us some information about your classes, where the classes are, and give them a little information on that uh, if they feel like looking into those and and getting on the bandwagon. Absolutely. Well, um, thank you for mentioning my books, too. I have uh, co-written a book called Animal Reiki. That was my first book, and it has a lot of stories, if you're interested in just story, Reiki stories of different animals. And then um, I wrote the Animal Reiki Handbook with Sarah Members from the Shelter Animal Reiki Association, and that really focuses on shelter Reiki for animals. Um, and then my latest book is Reiki for Dogs, which has a ton of meditations to do with your animals that anyone can do, any animal lover, and also Reiki practitioners, but it's meant really for everyone. So what I've, what I've really developed over the years is a way of being with the animals and, and little techniques to help us to get to that space where the animals already are and to meet them in that space. And some of my um, most treasured, wonderful teachers have come from a beautiful place in the world here in Northern California called Bright Haven. Bright Haven is a senior special needs animal sanctuary and hospice. And so what the work that they do is they rescue animals who have been given up on by either their person or they're in a shelter, animals that are recommended for euthanasia for a variety of reasons, either because they have a bunch of diseases like cancer and kidney failure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, or because they have special needs like um, maybe they are, they have um, their back legs don't work or they might be blind or they have some kind of a brain damage or something, and so they've been recommended for euthanasia for that reason. Or they are in hospice. They are dying. And so they've been recommended for euthanasia. And so Bright Haven takes in these animals, cats, dogs. Um, they also have a goat. And they have 25 horses. And they also have um, a bunch of birds, um, many of them rescued from, uh, you know, factory farm type settings, chickens and, and ducks and things. And they yeah. have a couple of uh, geese. And so they take in these animals and they basically embrace them in a totally successful healing and wellness recipe. What is 
that recipe. The recipe is love, primarily love, and secondarily homeopathy and Reiki. Now, those three things together have produced the most amazing healing. We have had animals that have come in where they say, oh, well, they could die any day, any moment. They may only last a week or a few days. And these animals have lived three months, six months, nine months, some of them a year, some of them two, three, five years. These are animals that Again, society had thrown away, given up on, and with the very gentle embrace of love, Reiki, and homeopathy, they bounce back. They come back to life and in a very beautiful way. So when I tell my students, you're going to come learn Reiki at this animal hospice, some of them say, oh, but that's so sad. That's oh, no, these animals are blind and they're on wheelchairs. That's so terrible. And I always say, you know what? Just come. Just come and see. And, Paula, I can tell you, when people walk through the door at Brighthaven, there is such a love that embraces and opens your heart and such a joy of life and such a peace that descends over you. I have had people walk in the door and, and begin tears begin to come down their cheeks because they are so moved and so um, healed and so surprised and overwhelmed at how beautiful this space is, how light it is, how joyful it is, and how all the animals radiate joy and love. And that is not what they've ever seen. They have never seen or understood that the hospice process can be full of joy and love. And it's it's just the most wonderful place. Oh, I can imagine what that experience is. I just I just want to cry right now out of happiness. That is just so wonderful. I'm going to have to come there now, Catherine. I <laughs> yes, have, please. I have do. to experience that. I want to tell you a quick story about yeah, one of the uh, a big pig that used to live there, and he passed away about a year and a half ago. But I've been teaching Reiki for ten years now, every month at Bright Haven, and so I've, there have been many, many animals who have passed on, but this was an 800-pound hog named Harley. And in the last five years of his life, he was paraplegic because um, pigs are bred for meat, so they're bred to be killed when they're about one, and so they're bred to get very, very heavy, and their legs and joints aren't really made to carry the weight since they're bred for meat. So Harley was rescued from a 4-H project and lived out his whole days. He lived to be about 10 or 11 and he lived out all those days at Brighthaven. So Harley, in his last five years, as soon as he went down and his back legs went out, everybody said, oh, you've got to euthanize him. You've got to euthanize him. And Gail and Richard said, well, wait a minute. We have a lot of dogs in wheelchairs. Now, unfortunately, you know, we can't put a wheelchair on a pig. <laughs> it would have to be too, too big. But, you know, we don't um, put down our cats and our dogs if they lose their legs. We don't do that to people. Why would we do that to Harley? 
Exactly. And sure enough, when Harley's legs went out, he still drug himself around by his front legs into his mud hole. Then he went back over under this tree he liked to lay under. He would get up on his front legs to eat, and he was still happy as a clam. So when people would, my students would come to class, and I'd say, okay, well, um, I'd assign a couple students to go sit out with Harley to do a Reiki treatment for practice. And they would go out there, always the same. Oh, poor Harley, look, he can't walk. This is so sad. And they would sit with him, and he would start oinking, and he would push his nose in their hands, and he would just, he just radiates joy. And they would start laughing, and they would have a huge smile on their face from joy. His heart was so big, they would be enveloped in his heart, the whole Reiki treatment. And they would come back into class a half an hour later, walking on air, and so excited and basically saying, oh, my God, that pig made my day. I am, I am so happy from sitting with him. He is so full of joy. And I loved it. Yeah. Isn't that a lesson? Oh, my yes. gosh. Here he had, did not have the back use of his back legs, but yet he was so happy to be alive and full of joy. Oh, that's just, that's huge. And that's yeah. just really how all the animals at Brighthaven really are. And so to teach Reiki in that environment is so beautiful and healing for people to be able to connect with the horses and, you know, animals who have come from, like I said, terrible situations or situations where everybody else has given up hope and to see them live and thrive in joy, you know, and even though they're in hospice, for some, the hospice lasts two, three, five years. (laughs) So what does that mean? Isn't that wonderful? Oh, I have to share a cute little story. Yes. When I was in Peru, um, that was one of the spots I got my master Reiki training at Machu Picchu in Peru. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it was beautiful. And we stayed in a, a beautiful resort in the Sacred Valley. And they had two dogs on the property that they fed, but they were like wild dogs. And... They would not let anyone near them. If anybody tried to come close, they'd growl, and they just wouldn't let anyone near them. Well, one of them had this huge infection on his nose from the two males getting in a fight. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I started right away sending them Reiki every time I saw them. And it got to a point, the 10 days we were there, that dog would be in the dining hall, and he would come and look in the door and look for me. (laughs) Like... Come give me some Reiki. I want that energy. And I would go sit in one of the gardens, and he would come lay maybe four or five feet away, and he would quietly lay down, and I would sit there and send him Reiki. How beautiful. Amazing. This wild dog that just wanted it and asked for it. And, oh, it was the most precious time for me sitting with that dog, giving it Reiki, and having it open up. And, and of course, when we left, its face looked much better. Oh, you know, wonderful. the infection had gone down. But, well, isn't you know, it an honor? It's such an honor when a wild creature comes forward to connect in that space. It is, it's just overwhelming. I, I always feel so honored that they would share their presence with me in that healing space. Isn't it amazing? Oh, it's amazing. Where where I grew up on the property, I grew up in Centralia, where I'm hoping to have a, a Reiki retreat and a bit of an animal shelter there someday. Oh, um, I would Reiki the deer in the yard, and there were a 
a few times where the deer would actually just lay down in the front yard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just take it in. And it just blew me away. It's just absolutely amazing. But it's so beautiful that they're so open to that. And what a gift it is. I know. It really is. And, and I mean, they heal us just as we offer healing to them. It's, 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 we, we help each other. Yeah, yeah, is really what happens. It's that compassion. It's so beautiful. Oh, it is so wonderful. Well, Kathleen, my goodness, we've already uh, gone through our second session, so we're going to take a little commercial break here, and I'm having a fantastic time. This is just so fun. So (laughs) I will get back to you in just a few moments, and we'll continue. Thank you. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to For the Love of Reiki. And this episode today is on the beautiful modality and gift of animal Reiki. And my special guest, Kathleen Prasad, president of Sarah, is here and sharing some amazing information and um, Kathleen, I would love to hear a little information about the work of Sarah and the extensions that you've made. I mean, you've gone worldwide in what you're doing for the animal world and the Reiki work. And I understand that a lot of your staff is volunteers, which yes. is just, that just, I am so grateful and thankful. That's amazing. So, Yes, please share a little bit about that for us. Yeah, well, you know, 
uh, Sarah or Shelter Animal Reiki Association, we were started, Leah and I started this back in 2008, as I said earlier, and it really grew from the example of Brighthaven. So I've talked a little bit about Brighthaven already, and part of what I do there, which I, I haven't really talked about, is um, I, you know, I invite, I've, I taught all the staff and volunteers Reiki initially, so they're all trained in Reiki. But now I bring in um, people from the public. You know, I, I just invite people from all over. Actually, people from all over the world have traveled to Brighthaven to learn Reiki there. It's really a, a wonderful center. So what I do is I donate 50% of all of my tuition fees to Brighthaven. And so over the years, it's become a, a huge financial support for them because we teach classes classes every single month for the last 10 years. And so part of what I, my, my vision for Sarah was that my students could go out and do the same. So, you know, I've taught over, over the, the years, I have taught thousands of people Reiki for animals. And I think it's wonderful that I want people to go to their home and do Reiki with their animals in their home and for their friends and family's animals. But you know what I really envisioned, Paula, was that everybody goes back and finds that animal organization and supports them, supports them with Reiki treatments, with Reiki training for the staff, because, as you know, Reiki is so healing for us. So one of the most common things for shelter sanctuary staff is burnout, you know, compassion fatigue. And so oh. Reiki is so helpful. So to teach them Reiki for themselves, but also so they can help the animals. And then to set up classes and donate a percentage back. So it's also a financial support, all the Reiki support, all the financial support. That was really my model for Sarah. And so, you know, we, we started in, in 2008 just with, with Brighthaven and a couple of um, organizations here in the Bay Area, and then we slowly grew. I think we had like 11 members in the beginning. So we had uh, centers in, you know, a few places around the country. Well, now we are across the world. So I would say, you know, my centers that I go teach at now, I have um, Brighthaven, which I teach every month. Every February, I travel to the Care Foundation, which is an exotic animal sanctuary, and teach Reiki classes there. Um, And they have tigers and uh, cobras and alligators and crocodiles. And so imagine doing Reiki with those animals. It's incredible. And so they, I also support them with my program. And then I I also have um, one of my students is in England, and I was able to travel to Remus Memorial Horse Sanctuary and teach classes there, and she does regular classes there as well. And they have a whole Reiki program. They're very proud to be one of our first animal organizations in Sarah. And they have found Reiki to be so beneficial and helpful for, they have over 250 animals, mostly horses, but also sheep, goats, and donkeys. And um, they have found Reiki to be a huge Support a lot of the animals um, they work with have are like um, legal confiscations, cruelty cases, and things. So they work with in the in England. They work with some of the worst abuse cases, and so for many of these animals that are so shut down when they get there, Reiki is so gentle and so helpful to them. 
to, especially in the beginning when they're trying to make those first few steps so that they can interact with these animals without the animal, you know, being afraid. So Remus is also one of our um, big organizations. And, and then um, one of my students from Scotland, Alison McKinnon, she is right now teaching with another of my students. So two of them have traveled to India, and they are at an organization, one of our SARA organizations, um, so what that means to be a SARA organization is it means that they're, they're open to Reiki. Their staff is interested, probably trained. The volunteers are also trained by our teachers. But more than that, they've really implemented Reiki as part of their animal wellness program. And so they, they see themselves as a SARA organization, if that sort of makes sense. So... Anyways, so the teachers are there right now. They're spending a month at the Tree of Life for Animals, Tulsa. And what Tree of Life for Animals does, they've rescued thousands and thousands of animals. But what they do is they they rescue these animals off the streets of India, um, dogs mostly. Um, And many of them are, you know, at death's door. They find them in in the street, yes, and they bring them in and they... Um, you know, help them with, they have a veterinarian that is there on site and stuff, so they have to give them a lot of medical care and they bring them back. Some of them don't survive, and then they, you know, help them in their transition. Many of them do survive and come back, and they have, um, you know, many of the animals stay there, so it's, it's a sanctuary as well as a medical care facility and everything. And so the teachers, the Sarah teachers now are teaching Sarah classes, so I've developed a whole curriculum for Reiki for animals and specifically Reiki for shelter and sanctuary animals and the, the unique situations that they have. And so they teach our curriculum and program, and they've um, taught the staff and volunteers. And now they're also spending a whole month there doing treatments on the, the dogs that come in and also offering classes to the public, which is so exciting. Oh, and so very yes, for very reduced rates as well, because as we know, in those rural areas in India, there's very little money, and so um, we're actually doing a fundraiser right now for our teachers in Tulsa to help offset some of their expenses, um, because of course they're all all of our Sarah members are volunteers. They all do this out of the goodness of their heart, but as as our organization, what we want to do to reach more is to be able to offset their expenses and help to pay some of their expenses to send them out there to do this work, which they're doing voluntarily. Because it is expensive, you know, to spend a month of your life traveling to India and living there and doing this work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that it, it costs money to do that. So we do have a fundraiser going on right now for our teachers in India um, to help them. And I actually have a, because I am just so excited about you being over there and doing that, I have my own personal fundraiser I am doing through my, my business and my, my office, and I'm real excited about that. So that, that is I'm so kind of you, so Paula. Happy. Thank you so much for supporting us. Um, oh, I'm so grateful. When I was in Peru, I came home and I said, I will never go back. I can't go back because everywhere was starving dogs. Mm -hmm. 
starving dogs, and people would just run over them. They would, you know, and trying to give them Reiki everywhere. And my my heart just, oh, my gosh. And so I still send Reiki, long-distance Reiki, to the dogs in Peru. I came home. I wrote to the Humane Society, can't we do something, you know, it just... Mm-hmm really did a number on me. So I am mm-hmm. so happy to hear about you in India. And I'll, I have to throw something out there. I also, you know, with my animal Reiki, I'm a big one for, I was just up in Linwood, Washington last night at a meeting regarding them shooting the wolves in Washington. When we we are down to like 50 wolves, and they oh. just helicoptered and shot an alpha female. And I am outraged and saddened mm-hmm. that this is happening. So I all, you know, I would like to put something together here in the Northwest. And if you have any ideas, email me on groups sending Reiki to our wildlife, the bears, mm-hmm. the coyotes, the wolves. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just endless, you know, the need for... For Reiki and, you know, how so many of our animals are being treated. So, I really you know. believe, to me, you know, there's, there's so much, you know, animals, just the dynamic of animals in our society, people don't honor them on the whole. There are many angels that do. But yeah. just on the whole, our society doesn't see them as worthy spiritual beings who, who deserve to be respected. And I believe, I really believe that Reiki is the answer because, when you do Reiki and you sit in that meditative space, the barriers of species differences melt away, and you realize yeah. in that space that we're all one. There's no yeah. difference. And so I've had, I've had a lot of students take my classes and say to me, oh, my God, I, there's this, you know, a chicken that a neighbor has, and I always just thought it was a dumb chicken. And ever since I got my Reiki class, that chicken wants to come over and be with me, and and I feel the chicken's heart, and and, oh. I, I, and I I can't I can't ever look at a chicken the same way, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love that, and it, yeah. So I feel that you know, really Reiki is so healing, and really what Reiki does is it opens our hearts to reality, yeah. and reality is that we are all one on this planet, even the trees, and even the insects. We're all one, and and yeah. we have to live together in harmony. That's the way that it should be. And I think Reiki makes that more real inside of us. So I oh, love your idea of doing, uh, you know, a, a healing group, um, you know, like a healing circle for the wolves or something yeah. like that. I, that would be I'm great. I'm going to start that. And I'm afraid we only have a minute left, so I'm going to have to let you go. But, oh, my gosh, that is just absolutely wonderful. And I'm just going to put out there with with what you have so beautifully spoken. If we can all just get in the mindset, and even through Reiki, and I believe Reiki is the key, like you said, through the Reiki, more people learning Reiki, giving it to the animals. We are one with the animals and the trees. We are one. So when we disrespect and we dishonor and and are cruel to them, we're being cruel to a part of us. So I just ask everyone listening so please take note of that thought and, and resonate with that a little bit. Uh, and right now, everyone, we are going to take a quick moment to take another commercial break, and we will be right back to talk about this wonderful animal, Reiki. All righty. Thank you. 
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Welcome back, everyone, to For the Love of Reiki. And thank you again for joining us for this fantastic Animal Reiki episode. And I would like to address my beautiful guest, Kathleen Prasad. Uh, Kathleen, um, how about, would you like to share a few more of your favorite Reiki stories with us? That, that uh, pig story was just absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, I would love to. And, you know, what's coming to my mind is, um, you know, we talked a lot about how Reiki can help animals. But I want to share a little bit about my own journey and how Reiki with animals has really helped to heal me. And, um, and I think this is, was an unexpected gift for me because when I first learned Reiki for animals, I, I, really, I really wanted to help the animals. And I started immediately volunteering in a shelter and doing Reiki twice a week with the shelter dogs. And it was just phenomenal, the kind of healing responses that I saw from them. But I never realized that that this would also be a healing experience for me as well because you know, when you go really deeply into that Reiki space, the, the separation between you and the animal sort of disappears, and there's this beautiful space of oneness. So that's why a lot of people that do Reiki with animals become communicators, or they, they are communicators, and they say, oh, it helps. My Reiki helps me to communicate. <laughs> because really in that space, you know, you understand and know the animal so well. So I have... Um, I wanted to share with you, so I mentioned the CARE Foundation in Florida earlier on in the segment, and they have a lot of um, wonderful, amazing exotic animals there that have been rescued from quite terrible situations, but now they're in a, a loved 
place where they're honored and safe and they have food and water and everything they need. So they're in a much better place. But they can't be released back to the wild. So a lot of people go there and they see, you know, the Black Panther Makoto, who's one of my favorites. They'll see him in his cage and they'll say, oh, no, you know, you poor thing, you're in a cage. But what I always say with Reiki is that we need to look deeper. We need to look deeper beyond this poor animal who's in a cage and look deeper and look at Makoto's heart. And I believe this is what Reiki helps us to do. Let's let go of this outer struggle or whatever is going on and let's look deeper into this beautiful bright light that is the heart of this Black Panther Makoto. How fiery and strong and amazing and wise he is. How full of compassion he is. Um, you know, what, a, what a, an amazing ancient power he is. And oh, I, I love that, that, Kathleen. When we can do that, it's, 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 it's the way that we need to for our own lives as well. And, and I, I had the experience um, in my own life, sort of firsthand why this is so important, with um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer three years ago. And, you know, at that time, it was like my whole identity was suddenly cancer. Like, I wasn't even Kathleen anymore. Everyone, you know, all the doctors and the appointments, all they do is talk about you like you're a patient, you know, and that you, you are this disease. And it was very um, upsetting and very difficult. And I had to go through surgery and treatment, and I spent a, a lot of time very weak and laying in bed. And I would still do my meditation, my Reiki practice, but I, I had to be laying down and I was, you know, in, in a lot of pain and, and I had a lot of fear and et cetera, et cetera. Well, guess who started appearing in my meditations? Makoto. Now, unbeknownst to me, I had met Makoto three months before I was diagnosed with cancer. I had no idea. I met Makoto. I had such a strong connection with him. I actually dreamed about him before I went there. And then when I went there and had a tour and met him, I couldn't believe my eyes because I had already dreamed his face. So after I got diagnosed with cancer, I was so afraid. And suddenly Makoto came. He was sitting with me every time I'd meditate. And I felt all this like Black Panther strength and like, you know, and it was like, it was like, oh, Kathleen, you know, you need that to fight this, you know, to get through this, you need to be strong like Makoto. And it was like Makoto was, was sharing his strength with me. And I remember um, one meditation I was doing where Makoto came and was sitting in front of me and he told me, he said, you know, okay, we both have our cages. You know, I'm, I'm in my cage and maybe your cage is your cancer right now that you're going through. But let's let go of that because that's not who we are. Let's be free. And he turned around and he, he ran into this forest. And it was like the, I had this vision that we were running together through this forest and all these trees. And we were both totally free. And when I came out of that meditation, I realized our spirit is always perfect. Our spirit is always expansive and free and limitless. But sometimes we forget because we attach so much to the physical body. Yeah. But that's not who we are. That's just the jacket we wear right now. Yes. And so I think that is another gift that Reiki and the animals have given me is because animals are really more in touch with the deeper 
aspect of being. And when, so when we work with them in the Reiki space, that can help us. So I found it a tremendous strength for me getting through, and I'm happy to say today that I'm cancer-free and I'm very strong and healthy. But, you know, there are those moments when you don't know what the outcome is going to be, and the doctor hasn't told you yet what your prognosis is, and, you know, you're sitting there thinking, this is it. Yeah. But then to, yeah. to, to have the animals there for you in that moment spiritually. You know, if I didn't do Reiki, I wouldn't, you know, maybe Makoto would have been there for me, but I wasn't open to it. But it's really my Reiki practice has opened my heart to these possibilities so that when the animals come, I can sense it and know it. And so that's another real gift that my Reiki practice has brought me, which I really never expected. That is an amazing story. Oh, that is a beautiful story. And, yes, it's a great example of bringing Reiki into our lives, what it opens us up to. That is amazing. And I always say when people ask me, what is, you know, if their animal is really sick, what is the one piece of advice you can give me? And I always say the same thing. I always tell them, don't see your animal as their illness. Look deeper. And see your animal for the beautiful, bright light that they are, that they have always been, and that they will always be. Let yourself look deeper. And that's a hard thing to do when you're in that emotional space. Mm-hmm. But Reiki can help us to, to let go into that deeper sense of being so that we can. And it's so healing for our animals when, we, when they look at us and they see us looking back. And they see that we really see their true inner self, not just whatever their health itch, crisis is that they're facing. Yes, when they feel that we have gone to that true connection. Yes. That is beautiful. Oh, that's just an amazing story. What's, that is awesome. Well, and I think, you know, really my going through cancer myself, that is what really showed that to me because, you know, I had a few Reiki friends that were able to look deeper even when I was going through that. And and when they would look at me and see my strength and my light, I could see it too, if that makes sense. Yes. And it, and it is. It's so true that... When we get that diagnosis and we get that, a few years ago, I, I wasn't feeling good. I got really tired. I went to the doctor, and they discovered some large nodules on my thyroid. Mm-hmm. And they did a biopsy, and they said, well, we can't say you're cancer-free. We're going to do another biopsy. We have to look at this again in three weeks. I literally just said, okay, this is unacceptable. This is not going to happen. I just did a ton of Reiki on my neck. I laid under my crystal bed and went back, had a second biopsy, and they said the nodules have shrunk. The biopsy is clear. You're fine. And, you know, it's... But, you know, we can can get worried, and then that's on our mind instead of going deeper because we're not the illness. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Reiki is such a gift in assisting us to go to that point and send that inner healing to our true self, not our, you know, mind. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is absolutely, 
Yeah, well said. It, you know, it, it heals us in so many ways. It heals the animals and the planet in so many ways. And like you said, and it brings us all together. You know, it's, I, I just say when people ask me what's Reiki, it's beyond words because really it, it is. There's so much to it. It's really about, about healing ourselves, our loved ones, and people we don't know and animals we don't know, you know, the whole planet, the whole universe. It's, it starts with us, and then it ripples out. Yes, yes. It is just amazing. Well, I believe we've got about a minute left, Kathleen. Is there anything you'd like to, to say before we say goodbye to the audience? Well, thank you so much for being here today, Paula, and I, I invite anyone who's interested in learning more to check out my website at animalreikisource.com, also the Sarah website, which is shelteranimalreikiassociation.org, and um, I also have an Animal Reiki Source Facebook page, um, which I have. I always am posting little videos and inspirational sayings and Animal Reiki stories. So um, I invite your listeners to join me and, um, and learn more. Wonderful. Oh, thank you so much, Kathleen. This, this was just an amazing gift for all of us to connect thank with you. And thank, thank you, you again for all for you inviting do. Me. You're welcome. And goodbye to all the listeners. I hope you enjoyed the show. And we are so blessed to be here to share this information. And if anyone has any questions, feel free to email me at paula at wellnessinspired.com. Thank you. Hugs and blessings. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health.